One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Friday the 30th of December. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Steve Forbes. Brazil and the world of football mourn the passing of Pelé. My father used to say, listen, if you have to get the gift from God to play, if you be in good shape, nobody stop you. And icons of fashion say Vivian Westwood's legacy will live on. I don't think there's any uh, British designer who would, who would say that she hadn't been an influence. I think whether... They were sort of talking about her rebellious, uh, sort of iconoclastic spirit, or the idea of making British culture um, a sort of international style symbol. The Times of London. To many, the greatest footballer that ever lived, the only man to have won three World Cups. Pele always wanting the ball, always calling for it. The game with that centre from Santos, and here comes Pele in the last minute. It's five to two for Brazil. Brazil has entered three days of mourning following the death of Pelé at the age of 82. He'd been in hospital since the beginning of December after his cancer spread. Edson Arantes do Nascimento was born on the 23rd of October 1940 in a small town around 300 kilometres from Sao Paulo. Too poor to afford a football, his dad gave him a stuffed sock to kick about barefoot in the street. Speaking in 2005, Pelé described how he'd promised his father as a child that he would one day win the World Cup for him. My father used to say, oh, man should be strong, man doesn't cry. Then I saw my, my father cry when Brazil lost the game. Then I told him, father, no, don't worry, I'm going to win one World Cup for you, don't worry. I was nine years, nine to ten years old. Then eight years late, I was in, in Sweden with Brazil with 17 years old. Brazil won the World Cup. Pele, overcome by the excitement of it all. But who can blame him? He's only 17 years of age, but already he's a great footballer, a great master footballer. Pele scored three goals at the 1958 World Cup in Sweden. Brazilian journalist Marvio Dos Anjos says that win changed the course of history for the country. There was no pride binding us together. We were the, the, the descendants of the Portuguese, the, the descendants of the Africans brought to the, this land as slaves. Now these people were together because there was some a, a wonderful player. Pelé went on to lift the coveted trophy twice more in 1962 and 1970. Former teammate Tostal recalls the honour of playing by his side. Pelé on the pitch, Pele had all the technical qualities of a superstar at the highest level, the greatest of all time, eternal. 
Off the pitch, he always had a wide smile. He took good care of everyone. I was honoured to play alongside him. But what was it like to play against the king of football? Alan Mullery was in the 1970 England World Cup squad that lost 1-0 to Brazil. I've played with some magnificent English footballers and I've played with top class other internationals. But he is easily the best player I've ever seen. Footballers Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe and Cristiano Ronaldo are among those sharing tributes. The latter saying a mere goodbye to the eternal King Pele will never be enough to express the pain that is enveloping the whole world of football right now. Head of football's well-governing body FIFA Gianni Infantino paid this tribute. A great human being, great person with a big, big, big heart and incredible charisma winning three World Cups, a beautiful and warm smile, nice words for everyone, always good to everyone and polite. All throws in. Revelino centers to Pele. 19 minutes gone, Brazil are one up. Pele, who has died at the age of 82. On the way, Israel's Prime Minister gets a record at sixth term and a controversial tennis star says he's saving himself for the first major of 2023. The Times of London. From the King of Soccer to the Queen of British Fashion, Dame Vivian Westwood, who's also sadly passed away at the age of 81, Her fashion house released a statement on Thursday saying that she had died peacefully surrounded by her family in London. Dame Vivian established her first clothing shop on Chelsea's King's Road with her then-partner Malcolm McLaren in the early 1970s before she found fame when she brought punk fashions into the mainstream. Harriet Walker is the Times of London's fashion editor. I don't think there's any uh, British designer who would who would say that she hadn't been an influence. I think whether they were sort of talking about her rebellious uh, sort of iconoclastic spirit or the idea of making British culture um, a sort of international style symbol. She used the Union Jack in ways that was really fun and actually you know, poking fun at some of our stiff upper lip traditions but making it very cool and very punk. Tributes from some of the biggest names in fashion have been echoing online. Mark Jacobs wrote on Instagram, You did it first, always. Incredible style with brilliant and meaningful substance. I continue to learn from your words and all of your extraordinary creations. Supermodel Claudia Schiffer wrote that Westwood's unique voice will be irreplaceable and will be missed. The Victoria and Albert Museum in London, which houses some of her works, described Westwood as a true revolutionary and rebellious force in fashion. Speaking to Times Radio, the designer Wayne Hemingway said Westwood's ideology had a significant impact on British fashion. It changed so much. Uh, and and it gave it gave this ability to people like me and, and hundreds of thousands of people like me that whatever your background was, that you just ha- you just have a go, try something. Um, you know, she was from a working class background, and um, and and it was also uncompromising as well. And that's what a lot of us have always felt. You, you don't have to toe the line, and she didn't toe the line. Westwood, who was born in the English county of Derbyshire, had been a school teacher before entering the world of fashion. She was made a dame for her services to the industry in 2006. 
A record has been broken in Israel after its Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, was sworn into office for a sixth time. Netanyahu is the country's longest-serving Prime Minister, but was met with cries of fascists from protesters outside and weak from some opposition MPs inside. There are concerns over the ultra-Orthodox and ultra-nationalist MPs he's had to include in his coalition. Cabinet posts for Itamar Ben-Gavir, who has previously been convicted of incitement to racism, and Bezalel Smodrich, leader of the Religious Zionism Party, have caused considerable unease. Anshul Pfeffer is the Times of London's correspondent in Israel and says that Netanyahu has already made a crude but open gesture to put to bed fears of discrimination against LGBTQ plus communities. Netanyahu himself has said repeatedly over the last few weeks that this is not the case and he will make sure that nobody's discriminated. And he even made a big show uh, after his swearing in of congratulating the new speaker of the Knesset, a member of, of his party, the first gay openly gay speaker of the Knesset and they did a whole uh, celebration of, uh, of the speaker with his partner and their children. Notorious social media influencer Andrew Tate has been arrested in Romania on suspicion of human trafficking and serious sexual assault. The former kickboxer was detained along with his brother Tristan and two other people during a raid at his house in Bucharest on Friday morning. Tate has caused controversy since retiring from sport for his misogynistic online comments, which saw him banned from Twitter in 2017, though he has now been reinstated. Footage circulated widely on social media, appearing to show Tate and his sibling being led away from his luxury villa in handcuffs. Romania's Directorate for Investigating Organised Crime and Terrorism also released a video of the raid showing guns, knives and money on display in the room. One of tennis's most controversial stars has caused another stir. With more, here's John Jackson. The Australian Open tennis is just over two weeks away and local favourite Nick Kyrgios is doing everything he can to give himself the best chance of challenging, including surprising his teammates at the last minute. The world number 22 withdrew from the inaugural edition of the United Cup on Wednesday in order to be in peak condition for 2023's first Grand Slam. Kyrgios was set to lead Australia in the joint ATP and WTA event, but suggested he didn't expect everyone to understand the reasoning behind his decision as he pulled out on the eve of the tournament. Kyrgios added that he'd been in communication with Tennis Australia and the United Cup tournament director Stephen Farrow about injury concerns. The United Cup continues until January the 8th next year at venues across Australia, before the Australian Open begins a week later on the 16th. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Friday the 30th of December. This podcast from the Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.